Hi, everybody. We're live. It's Trish Carr at Women's Prosperity Network, and it is my pleasure to be with you today for our Sister to Sister show. It is uh, so close to my heart doing this show, and really what it's all about is having a frank conversation about racism in America and around the world and what that uh, experience is like for Black people and other people of color as well. So it is a pleasure to have all of you with me. I'm so thrilled that you are here. Thank you for being here. I wanna hear your comments. Make sure that you put your comments in the chat as we're going. And um, you're gonna be hearing from somebody amazing today. This is really an interesting conversation today because you know, a couple of years ago when we started the show, it was in the throes of the murder of George Floyd and Black Lives Matter really getting some uh, promotion and being seen as a an active group and the whole thing that went on. And But it's been two years. And just like everything else, things fade. And our goal here at Sister to Sister is to keep the conversation going. Because the only way we can make a difference is when people have conversations about this. And honestly, the conversations need to be with white people because it's white people who, whether we like it or not, truly do have the top of the food chain going on uh, when it comes to opportunity, when it comes to what's available to us, and when it comes to ending the systemic and insidious racism that exists in our culture. We may not acknowledge it or know it or see it, but that's exactly what these conversations are about, is so that we can start to see what needs to be changed and what we as individuals can do about it. So today I'm really excited to be joined by my guest, Sonia Bailey. Sonia is on a mission to have a requiem for slavery. And we're gonna get into that and talk more about it, but it's about having a, uh, a cultural reckoning or a, um, a ritual that we can all acknowledge. But let me tell you about Sonia and then we're gonna get into it. She's amazing. She has so many things going on in her life. First of all, she's a life recovery coach who helps people get rid of unhealthy attachments to behaviors or dreams that keep them back from what they want in life. Um, she works with people to find freedom and the effects of structural and other kinds of racism by using the healing power of the community's lived experiences. She's also the owner of Grassroots Executive, which is a business support organization that supports new business owners on a shoestring budget to be successful in their businesses. And then she also is the founder and executive director of the nonprofit Fire Forged Recovery and the author of Healing Ourselves, The African-American Woman's Guide to Richer Living and a new book, The Path to Recovery coming in October this year. So it is a pleasure to bring on with me the fabulous Sonia Bailey. Sonia, thank you so much for being here today. 
Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. It is a pleasure to have you. And we were just having a conversation about a month ago and you were sharing with me uh, the plan that you have for Requiem. And I was so fascinated by this event and it really is, a, it's an event. So share a little bit about what Requiem for Slavery is. Well, the Requiem for Slavery is an invitation to people of African descent living here and as well as around the world who are affected by chattel slavery through the Atlantic slave trade. Uh, it's our way to really focus internally. There's a lot that's going on externally now, which is really great in our society since the, forever, but especially since the death of George Floyd and all of the other deaths that have happened. But this one is for us to look within, to find ways to heal from all of the things that have happened for the last 400 years and to then put put behind us this uh, this association with us and the crimes of slavery and to embrace our good and take our rightful place in the society as a whole, as a whole group of people. So the Requiem itself is kind of like a funeral for slavery right. going to the shores of the Atlantic where it, where it began and uh, symbolically putting it to rest there. And this, around the Requiem, there are activities to begin conversations. We've already started that about how do we heal? How do we begin the process of healing internally and within our, within, within our community? And is this the brain, your brainchild or have you been working with, like how did this come up? I think uh, a lifetime kind of of wearing this skin and uh, experiencing <laughs> racism and other things in our society. Uh, my loved ones and uh, people that I'm surrounded by also being affected by these issues and trying to find the solution over time. And then a bit of, uh, quite a bit of divine intervention, just that, you know, it's really time to get beyond this and get to the other side, even though it's no easy thing, you know, but I, so I like to think it's a combination of life experience of my own and other people's as well as divine intervention, saying that it's time to heal. You know, it's interesting. I was, uh, so I was watching Trevor Noah last week on The Daily Show, and he had Terry Crews, the actor. He's on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, most people know him from America's Got Talent. He's the host of America's Got Talent. You all know him. He makes his, he makes his pecs go up and down because he's a bodybuilder kind of guy. And he just wrote a book, and a lot of the book was focused on during Black Lives Matter, he made an off-the-cuff tweet without even thinking, and it caused quite a stir. And basically what he was saying was he was meaning to say, let's get to what are we going to do about this? But it came off as, you know, let's just move on. And that's really not where he wanted to go. And what he talked about in the book and what he shared on Trevor Noah was that it wasn't the right time for let's move on. The right time then was let's get some accountability for what's been going on. Right. Right. Let's hear somebody say, yes, you're right. This is what happened. And it's awful. And we have to fix it as opposed to just put it all under the rug and let's move on. So when we talk about Requiem, and I immediately thought of you, 
because that's really what this is. This is the ritual to say, let's, let's have a, a something that brings us together like a funeral. So there's closure. So there is some moving on is is am i in the right ballpark with what you want to accomplish here you're in the right ballpark because i do believe that as a society regardless of our ethnicity or the skin that we're in we all need to uh come to a place where we are able to heal from the effects of chattel slavery during the atlantic slave trade this particular initiative is directed at people of african descent because we talk so much about uh, you know, kind of white people and, and how, and our interactions with white people and how we're affected by it, that we are, and the constantly struggling for survival doesn't, hasn't enabled us to focus internally to be able to heal. So this particular one uh, movement is kind of a parallel process to all of the activism that is very necessary and all of the change that needs to happen and all of us needing to take our own kinds of accountability uh, to this allows healing, though, to focus on the healing from all of the the injuries that we've had from other people, from each other, uh, as a result, you know, caused by internalized racism, caused by um, factions between black people that probably relate to internalized relate internalized racism uh, can be most easily understood as when the oppressor. Is no, it has been so effective that they don't even have to oppress anymore. We oppress ourselves. So right. that's what we need to stop. And this that is a part of what the cultural wellness movement focuses on. And the out the larger part of the cultural wellness movement does include, uh, we find healing and then we extend that healing outward because all of us as a society need to come to a different place of dealing with difference, de dealing with the differences between us and the differences in our skin. Because so I don't know if that answered your question. It does. It absolutely does. And and you see, uh, as you're with us today, you'll see I put the website for the Requiem for Slavery. It's theculturehasthecure.com. And it's here in South Florida on the shores of the Atlantic Ocean, which is, you know, obviously where everything, you know, people came across that ocean. So it's a, it's the perfect place. The other thing about the perfect place as you and I were talking this morning. It's at a state, uh, a county park, uh, Broward state County. Park. Oh, it is a state park? Yes. Okay, state good. Park. Mm -hmm. So it's a state park and it's the one and only state park that is named after African-Americans. And um, most people don't even know that the name changed of this park five years ago. It used to be called John Lloyd State Park. And everybody still calls it John Lloyd. In fact, I was saying that I was on, I went on a tourist boat and we went by the park and the guide said, we're going by John Lloyd State Park. And I'm like, no, we're not. That's not the name of this park anymore. So of course I gave him some education. Uh, but even that is so significant, I think, uh, Sonia, that you're having it there. Yeah. You know, especially with the, you know, this, the background of that beach. Yes, obviously. Yes. Yes. And then we were fortunate. We went to meet with the ranger that's assigned to us at Von D. Mizell and Eula Johnson State Park. And he had been, the state is trying to do more about 
and encompassing the history and making more space for the history. But the ranger was able to educate us that that's the wade in when um, Von de Maisel just, they, they had a wade in there about people, black people being able to swim there. And the whole thing went to court. And a year later, a judge ruled that black people could swim there that, and it desegregated the park. And according to the ranger's research, this caused, this was the end of segregation in Florida, basically. So I didn't know that about the park and the significance of that particular weight in. So we're very, we're very honored that the Requiem is taking place there. And, you know, at the time, I wasn't around then, it was before my time, before your time, but it was in the height of the beach blanket bingo movies. So on the one hand, on the beach in Fort Lauderdale, they were filming movies of young kids, young white kids, right? And on the other hand, at the adjacent beach in Hollywood, which is the next city down, there was a, you know, a civil rights um, activist experience happening among all of that. So it was a really uh, tumultuous time for the city and for the county, and they just wanted to sweep it under the rug. So I just think it's great that you're doing it there at that beach at this time. So it's meant for people within the black community to come. People within the black community and those- And those culture. And those who support us, like um, it's not closed, um, but the focus is on healing for people of African descent, because there's some internal work that we need to do to heal so that we can take our place, like I said, on on the stage of life without the weight of all of the wounds and scars of uh, chattel slavery on the Atlantic. But it's not closed. There There are certainly, I think we're one community, we're one world, and everybody needs to have this healing. I really believe that, that there's, there'll come a time when white people uh, who are conscious, are, and that's happening more, we see, that white people who are conscious no longer are okay with, wow, I'm a really bad person, or my, my ancestors were bad, that we're all taking an active part as we move forward. So I think that there's room for all of us So um, to face the grief and the loss. So, yeah. And I really do, like Terry Crews was saying, there needs to be that coming together, that ritual, that healing all together before you can move on. You know, it's so easy to say, well, get over it. That was a long time ago. Slavery's been over. Jim Crow is over. But the effects of that last. The effects are generational. So I think this is a beautiful way to really, really create healing among everybody in the community. So thank you so much, Sonia, Sonia, for what you're doing. Thank you for having and, me. I really appreciate the opportunity. Oh, it is. It's my pleasure. It is really my pleasure to have you here. So it's August 20th. It's here in South Florida. You can go to theculturehasthecure.com and find out more about it. It's at, I call it Meisel Johnson Park. It's a mouthful. Dr. John D. Meisel, who was the uh, person who initiated the Wade in W-A-D-E. So, you know, the beach was given as the black beach. 
And the man that they named the beach after, John Lloyd, was actually the attorney who just brokered getting the land of that land coming into the county. And the fact that it was named after him is in history, when you look back, John Lloyd was the one who was carrying the banner to not let black people <laughs> use it. So we, we are honoring the man who said, oh no, we don't want the black people on this beach. And, and black people said, oh yeah, watch us. We're going on the beach. It's like, just like the sit-ins in North Carolina, this was right. a wade in, we went in the water. So it's quite a historical park. It's gonna be a historical day. So you, you also are working in the community with Fire Forged Recovery beyond this. Can you talk a little bit about what it is Fire Forged Recovery is doing? Yes, as a part of the cultural wellness movement, uh, we have begun to have focus groups where people, we've started small, as focus groups are, to talk about what are the issues that Black people need to talk about among ourselves. And so leaders and participants in the community are invited. We're having a second one this weekend. And we, we just really addressed what do we need to do to look at this issue. We'll have uh, more of those and then we're scheduling uh, workshops to where uh, experts kind of in the community uh, talk to people about some of the myths and uh, stereotypes within and among our community and how to to heal from those. There's a lot of div uh, religious division, skin color division, things that carry overs from things uh, that started 400 years ago that we need to get rid of. So Look, a lot of uh, small workshops in various communities we're planning to look at and discuss and review the issues around uh, structural racism uh, within us, like the economic problems and how we can heal from those and uh, education and uh, mental health, grief support, uh, that kind of thing. So we're starting to have those and the, as they come up, they'll be posted on the website. Great. It's... I, I honor you for everything you're doing. And, you. you know, as someone who is a supporter, uh, you know, an ally, um, it's a pleasure to have you here and to share this. And let's get, you know, let's really make this a big deal. In fact, let's make it happen all over the country. I would Wouldn't love that. Great? Yes. Uh, that's what I, I really hope that that <laughs> yes. will happen, working towards that. And thank you so much for yeah. your support and for being an ally and for having the courage to be an ally. Everyone doesn't. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> I know I don't know everything and I know that there's a lot I need to learn and we all have cultural bias, racial bias, and I don't see it. So you being willing to help me see it is what helps all of us be able to come together. So thank you. And thank you all for watching today. Please be sure to go to the culturehasthecure.com and learn more about the Requiem for Slavery and Sonia, be sure to be in touch with Sonia as well at grassrootsexecutive.com because she shows you on a shoestring budget <laughs> how to have the things you need in your business to be successful. So I appreciate you. And I appreciate all of you for watching Sister to Sister today. Please be sure to hit that button that says share and share this to your page and to your groups because the more conversation we can have, the easier it is for all of us to come together, embrace and live in a place where everyone is seen 
as valuable, important, bringing something of value to us all. Thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. Once again, it's theculturehasthecure.com. And this is Trish Carr with Women's Prosperity Network. Appreciate all of you being here. Be sure to share. Give me some comments in the chat. Would love to hear from you. Take care, everybody.